Welcome to another episode of Should You Take That Case with your host, Lisa Wade, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants, and creator of our private LinkedIn community, the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. That is where we get all of our stellar attorney guests. The goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing their experience and insights as defense or as plaintiff attorneys. You can catch prior episodes at www.wadenurseconsultants.com slash blog on LinkedIn and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Now here's the host of Should You Take That Case, Lisa Wade. All right, welcome everybody to a brand new medical record Monday and a brand new episode of Should You Take That Case? And here I am, your host, Lisa Wade, friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants and there, Wade Nurse Consultants, and the creator of our attorney medical record resource group. You know, that's where we get all of our wonderful attorney guests. And um, we are going to interview Jessica Vandenbrink from California, and we're going to bring her out in just a few moments. But first, we're going to scoot over to the uh, chat and see if anybody is visiting us live today. If you're an attorney, put an A in that chat. If you are paralegal, put a P. But if you are part of a wonderful group, which I hold near and dear to my heart, Women Owned Law, put a W in that chat so we can see you and say hello because Women Owned Law is a wonderful group. It is a groundbreaking group created to connect and advance women legal entrepreneurs. So visit us at womenownedlaw.org. If that sounds like a group you wanna support and get behind. Now, I just wanna make sure that I'm thanking everybody who is catching us live today, spending time, precious time out of your very busy days to listen to us or catch us on the replay. It's wonderful to have you here. But now it's time to bring out our guest. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Jessica Vandenbrink has represented victims of medical malpractice, personal injury, and complex drug and device cases since 2008. Over this time, she's obtained millions of dollars in verdicts and settlements on behalf of her clients. Ms. Vandenbrink was honored by super lawyers as a rising star for 2013 to 2014, 2018, and 2021 to 2022. And Ms. Vandenbrink was formerly a semi-professional surfer and still enjoys paddling out. In her spare time, she also enjoys running, fishing, fantasy football. 
She also volunteers for various animal rescues throughout Orange County. And here we go. I'm bringing you out. Jessica Vandenbrink, there you are. Hi there. Hi. Hey, well, thanks for being here today. It's wonderful to have you. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to dive in and get all the juicy details about medical records and how they come up during your litigations. But first, we want to hear all about you. What led you to this, this area of practice? What got you to be an attorney? Or, you know, how did you decide on, on this course for your life if you want to go back to the crib and talk from there or someplace a little, you know, not as far back? Tell us all about you. Um, at first, I was in the real estate industry and we had a, a transaction that went a little unusual um, and my broker ended up having to file a lawsuit and that case went all the way to trial. So I got to sit through the whole trial um, while I was holding my client's baby. And I just, I had a great time. I thought it was fascinating and I wanted to go to law school ever since then. Well, let me tell you that it, we have never heard any story quite like that. <laughs> so that is a, you know, that is a twist and a turn for sure. <laughs> Yeah. So what keeps you, what keeps you, you know, in this? How, how long have you been doing this? Um, I was licensed in 2008 and um, I was clerking for an alumni from my law school um, who was at that point was a solo practitioner. And then he joined a medical malpractice law firm and just brought me along with him and I, I love it. It's fascinating. It's not just law, but you have to know the medicine and it really keeps you on your toes and learn something new every day. It's really fun. All right. Excellent. So, uh, now we're, we're, you were talking about some of the cases that, that, that you work on. How, how do you go about picking and choosing? What case is a, a good case that you should take or maybe something that's not a case at all that uh, you, you should refer out or it shouldn't be a case? How, how do you pick and choose what cases you work on? So I would typically obtain medical records. I mean, if it sounds like a case I'm interested in, I would, I would order the records. I would probably have an expert from whatever medical specialty applies, review the case, let me know if they think there's something there. And if they give me the green light, I move forward. But to add to that in California where I practice, um, it's a little more complicated because we have um, a regime of, or set of very draconian laws called MICRA, um, which place damages caps on medical malpractice cases. So not only do you have to make sure that the case has merit, but you have to make sure that you are not going to spend more on the case than what the case is worth. So it's two things going on there. You have to like both consider 
budget as well as the medical merits of the case. So it makes it a little more difficult here. Um, but the state I live in, so, and we are not the only state with damages caps, but we are one of the few that still have them. Ah, all right. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. You're back. <laughs> yep, sorry about that. No problems. No problems. Um, all right. So you, you've got those medical records. Yes. It sounds like you ordering them, getting that information, diving in is the, the best thing to do. One of the things to do to help you decide if there is a case or not. So when all of those records start flowing in and those thousands of pages, <laughs> electronic medical records, do you have a special protocol or a special procedure to dive into them to get all of the juicy nuggets out of there that you need to to guide you in uh, these cases? I mean, the first thing, I mean, this is kind of basic, but the first thing I do is make sure that they are scanned in in an OCR format so that they're searchable. Um, I usually get them already bookmarked so that um, you can go directly to the section you're looking for. So example, um, you'll open the PDF, display the bookmarks. You can go right to the admission note, the discharge note, the operative note, if there is a, you know, operative procedure or multiples. Um, but that makes life so much easier and um, you can kind of navigate through correct quickly and get to the sections that you're looking for. So if, for example, you're looking at a case thinking, okay, this is probably a nursing issue, for example, nursing malpractice, it's nice to be able to go straight to the nursing notes, the flow sheets, rather than deal with sometimes these admission and discharge notes are very, very long. They're repetitive. They include every test that the hospital does. And those tests might not be very pertinent to what I'm looking for if I'm looking at it from a nursing perspective, for example. So those are the things I usually do to make it much easier to navigate thousands and thousands of pages. All right. Well, it sounds like you're you're diving in on, on your own. Do you have a helper that you may be a paralegal or uh, somebody that helps you uh, sort through some of those records? Uh, yeah, we do have a case manager and she makes sure that they're searchable and that they're already bookmarked. Um, but pretty much once once that's done, we're responsible for putting together our own medical record summaries, chronologies. Um, although there are certain cases when we hire an outside um, consultant for that type of work. All right. Excellent. And uh, well, uh, since it sounds like you folks dive into these records a lot yourself, and a lot of it's in-house, I'm just trying to see if there's anything, any pet peeves you have about dealing with these records, anything that you find puzzling or annoying or bothersome when you have to do these reviews. Hmm. Absolutely. If there's um, certain EMR software or electronic medical record software will repopulate everything that the physician looks at. 
as part of that physician's note. So that easily makes 200 pages of medical records into 2,000 pages. And it's just repeating the same note over and over each time a physician looks at it. So um, you really just want to be able to get through it quickly and find the new information, not the information that is constantly repeated throughout the chart. Yeah, you know, it can be a little redundant, <laughs> to say the least. And uh, yeah, it, it, and sometimes you just want all just the pertinent details. So I, I can see how that is annoying. Um, and I would say one other thing also is if sure. I request imaging, that can come to me in so many different ways, shapes, or forms. I usually have to go through CD. Hopefully there's a file that's called README that explains how to open it. And a lot of times I have to download a bunch of medical software that I don't really want to live on my computer forever, but until I download the software, I can't open the imaging. And it can vary from every facility. It's like, a, you know, a detective mission to actually open some of the imaging sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Yes, from 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 facility to facility, everything. It's not a one size fits all kind of thing. So no. I, I can understand that. That is annoying. Well, it, it sounds like you have had an interesting career, an interesting start to your career, and uh, and um, you've got some cues and and some tricks and tips into uh you know working on these cases that involve medical records and um i'm just wondering if if there's anything else that that you missed or any other tips you have to share with either new or veteran attorneys uh, that could help and guide them when they are making those decisions about whether they should take these types of cases any other interesting knowledge you can throw down I would just say, consider um, the number of experts that you might need, um, whether it's just liability damages or both, um, consider those cost factors. Um, in some cases, if you have giant damages, you know, it's not as concerning, but when you're looking at the case from the very beginning, think about what medical experts you need and what that's going to cost. And if the case justifies, you know, the amount of um, expenses you might risk, especially since you're probably gonna be fronting costs on a case like that. And um, just make sure the value of the case justifies the risk to you and your law firm. Um, and if you're, if you're um, on your own or at a very small firm, and you're looking at a case where the damages justify incurring those costs, you can always consider bringing in a larger firm or a firm that's better suited to help um, bear that risk with you or um, keep you, you know, staffed up enough to manage a larger case. Um, but just consider your resources and what's available to you. And um, basically what I'm saying is don't, don't bite off more than you can chew. There's nothing wrong with teaming up with another law firm. Um, when I see people get into very big trouble, it's when 
they try to keep something in-house that is more than they are staffed up for or financially equipped to do on their own. So mm -hmm. nothing wrong with bringing in a big dog if that's what you need. Um, where you go wrong is when you don't do that. That's what I've seen anyways. Mm -hmm. That sounds like good advice. Nothing. I learned it when in elementary school. There's no problem with asking for help when you need it. So that sounds, exactly. that sounds like good advice. All right. Well, um, it, it's uh, around the time where we are getting ready for a little Q&A. If you are ready to answer some questions for, for anybody that's viewing today, Miss Jessica. Are you ready? Sure. All right. So it's now the time for uh, our, anybody that's viewing or even catching us on the replay. If you have a question, get that question together and get ready to put it inside the chat. And uh, Jessica is going to answer those questions for you. But while we're waiting for you to get all of those questions together, it's time for what I call a little sponsor break. And we tell you a little bit about Wade Nurse Consultants and what we do here. Now, everyone does not know what a legal nurse consultant is or what they do, but we're going to make that clear for you today. At Wade Nurse Consultants, it's all about review, research, and roadmaps. And when we review medical records, we summarize and translate that information into normal human language, easily understood by judges and juries. And when we research, we complete medical literature searches regarding topics attorneys may not be completely familiar with. And when we create roadmaps for injured clients, we do that in the form of life care plans detailing these clients' future medical needs over their lifetimes, including estimated costs of that care. To recap, legal nurse consultants at Wade Nurse Consultants, it's all about review, research, and roadmaps. Now, we are offering a free 15-minute medical case strategy call. You'll find that link inside the chat or the description box of this YouTube channel. Click that calendar link and schedule your consultation. And now let's get back to Jessica Vandenbrink for a little Q&A. All right. Let's take a look and see if we have any questions in the chat. And Jessica, there's no questions right now. So all right. I got this, I got it easy today. You, you, well, hey, that's all right. But we have a solution for that problem. This is what we do. We put Jessica Vandenbrink's contact information inside the description box of this YouTube channel. And anybody that's catching us on the replay, you can reach out to her and ask that question. Does that sound like a good idea, Jessica? Sure, absolutely. Excellent, excellent. But I have a little question for you. One question for you. Will you come back and um, come back to our show on another time? Of course. 
All right. And that'll be wonderful. We'll get that done, get you scheduled. And I hope to see you on another time where you can share a little more of your knowledge nuggets with us. So since we don't have any questions today, it looks like we're kind of winding down. Thank you for coming, Jessica. And um, wonderful. I'm just going to send the real reminders out to, to our viewers to uh, like this YouTube channel, to subscribe to the channel. And if you have any questions about legal nurse consulting, you can email me, lisa at wadenurseconsultants.com. But tune in next week when we have a brand new show, Monday, 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come and join us for a brand new episode of Should You Take That Case? And we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Should You Take That Case? With your host, Lisa Wade, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants, and creator of our private LinkedIn community, the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. That is where we get all of our stellar attorney guests. The goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing their experiences and insights as defense or as plaintiff attorneys. You can catch prior episodes at www.wadenurseconsultants.com slash blog on LinkedIn and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel and sharing this show with others. 